going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Talking Out My Ass Podcast. If you guys are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and enjoying the show, please do me a favor, write a review, give me a five-star rating to help grow the show. If you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe, like, comment, share the episode with your friends and family or on your social media platforms. My guest today is a professional athlete and an MMA fighter. He fights under the famous gym, American Kickboxing Academy. He is ranked eighth in the world at welterweight under that Bellator MMA banner. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Kyle Crutchmer. Kyle, what's up, my brother? What's good, bro? When's the last time I saw you? Uh, I think I was preparing for a fight. And sprints, right? Sprints in Gilroy. I think all you guys, all you guys were there. You guys yeah. were competing against each other too. <laughs> yeah, we just talked about that. <laughs> I, uh, I whooped his ass in a hundred yard race. So. You know what's funny? I actually wanted to go down there when you guys were like gonna go sprint against each other, but I was like, nah, they're they're different athletes. You know, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know why he thought he could beat me, but yeah, he, uh, he put up a good fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, my brother so uh, i've known you for a couple of years we're obviously like teammates so former teammates uh but i'm not i don't know you from the beginning i know you had a really big college career so on and so forth but i kind of want to go uh before that uh okay. what was kyle before like he became kyle starting for your childhood please um man i i grew up in a small town in uh grove oklahoma and uh, i lived there for 11 years it's like a big lake town and all I really knew then was football, bro. So I played football growing up. Yeah. My dad was a football guy. My grandpa was a football guy. Um, and that's what I did then. And then we moved to uh, Lawton, Oklahoma, which is a little bit rougher. It was a little rougher area. So um, my dad put me in wrestling. And that, that was in sixth grade. And then from then on, man, I just, I was wrestling, bro. Yeah. Not, really, not really much other than that. What a, at what age? At what age? Uh, sixth grade. So I was probably, what, 10, 11? 10, 11, yeah, so. Did it, did it, was it hard for you in the very beginning? Yeah, man. Uh, my first year, I, only, I won one match. Oh, I think I was like, I don't know the, the real deal, but I was like one in like 30 or 35. I mean, I was bad. Yeah. I was very bad. I was very rough, so. Did you love it right away, or was it? No, I hated it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to <laughs> do it at all, man. I uh, I put, I wanted to play soccer. I oh, to play really? Soccer. Yeah, I was playing soccer. I cannot football. see that at I all. Know, man, I know. Um. <laughs> But I grew up different. I grew yeah. up in an area where, you know, fights and stuff, that wasn't like a thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, and then yeah. I moved to an area where those became real. So mm. I needed something that I could do to uh, be able to defend myself. Yeah, and then obviously uh, when you started in sixth grade, you obviously like fell through it through high school. Uh, did you, in high school, did you start to like fall in love with it? Yeah, yeah, I would say I, I fell in love with it probably around eighth grade. Okay. You know, because I, I, I got really good fast. I was, uh, my second year wrestling, I, I beat a dude in the state of Oklahoma that was, it was like a Trinity winner, which is like a big deal. Mm. And uh, after I beat him, I was like, whoa, you know, I can do this. Yeah. So I, I, I fell in love with it then. And I, I had a rough freshman year in high school. I was very okay. immature and dealt with a lot of things. Yeah. And I didn't really like it that year. And then I, uh, I got back on my, I guess, in my saddle in uh, that summer. Okay. And then after that, I just started kind of smashing everybody. Yeah, and then in college, that college, was different. Yeah, college was different, man. Uh, wrestling Oklahoma State, you know, it's um, a lot of pressure. You know, mm. you deal with a lot of pressure there because, you know, they've had the best program of all time. And yeah. So you're dealing with that. But it was fun, man. We had a lot of fun, bro, a lot of fun. Wrestling, we were really good. We had a good team. But other than that, too, you know, we had a lot of fun yeah. as as, uh, as just college students, too. So. Uh, I mean, we're, we're all in – we're all in the fight game. Mm -hmm. uh, in my experience within the fight game, like 10 plus years, I think wrestling has the best uh, aspect when it comes to fighting. Would you agree? 
Yeah, I just think we were, were able to dictate where the fight goes, you know. Like, you deal with the striker, that's pretty good. And, and if you feel overwhelmed, you have the ace in the hole, man. You can just take him down. Yeah. Um, and it's not as easy as, you know, it was prior. But, you know, once you once a wrestler learns jujitsu and, and understands how to defend um, submissions and a little more top pressure, because mm -hmm. it's a little bit different. Because we're used to, you know, everything using our hands to control. You know, in jiu-jitsu, you, you start being able to use your legs and stuff, and now you have your whole body, and it's just uh, you find ways to just kind of smash people down there. Yeah. So. When you were done with uh, college uh, wrestling, did you have the intention to fight? Yeah, man. Um, so a, a story about me is I uh, – Johnny Hendricks was uh, fighting George St. Pierre, mm. and he trained – he's from – Johnny wrestled at Oklahoma State, which was like the guy oh, I looked wow. up to – pretty much my whole life okay. as far as when it came to wrestling. So I had the pleasure of training with him before the GSP fight. I would come in every day at uh, 2 o'clock, and I would wrestle with him for a full hour. Then Damn. I would go to my our original wrestling practice yeah. that we would have. So I got to be around that. I got to see the guys that he was training with. Mm -hmm. You know, he brought, like, a whole little camp with him. So yeah. when that was happening for me, I was like, okay, now I can do this, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm training with this guy. It seems cool, you know. And uh, that was when it really kind of started kind of becoming something for me, I think. Yeah, and did you want – because he was – I think he was training in uh, Texas, correct? Because that's where yeah, he's, yeah. like, based out of. So that's that's originally my was my plan yeah. was to move to Texas because it was mm -hmm. close to home. You know, I could travel up to see my parents. It wouldn't be that big of a travel. Um but I had there was an article that Flow Wrestling wrote when I was a senior that who would be the best wrestler to transition to MMA right now, and I was one of the guys on the list. Mm. So once that came out, um, I had a couple different big uh, MMA gyms call yeah. me and and reach out. So I got to, you know, I thought I was new to Dallas thing, and then I went to Uriah Faber's gym. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, this gym, you know, this gym's yeah. crazy. And then I was in the car with Uriah. And DC called me, mm. and then he was like, "Hey, you should come check out AK." And he was like, he "Really didn't ask me if I should." He just said, "You're coming over <laughs> yes. here," you know. So, you know how he is. Um, but I got to go. I got to come to AK, and then when I walked in, I was like, "Whoa, this place is different." Yeah, you know, there was some people in there at that time, and the way they were training was different. And um, and I'm not taking anything from the alpha male guys or anything. It's just I thought I fit better with the AK guys mm -hmm. you know to yeah. me they were it was a bunch of just killers yeah. and I wanted to be a part of that were you at uh were you training at uh Uriah Fabers for a good while so you got a good little test run uh I, I lived in his home for six days okay so I wasn't there for too long so I flew I wrestled in the U.S. trials uh and that was the last wrestling tournament I was home I got to spend like a week with my family because I mm -hmm. finally was like done with everything and then I, I went to Uriah's for six days. Mm. And I trained. I got to do some boxing and some stuff. And they kind of did like a one, more one-on-ones with me. I, I got to grapple a little bit with uh, Clay Guida. He was just kind of small then. but um, And then went. So I kind of had a little bit, but not really much, man. And then when I came to AK the first day, they made me spar. You know, so I'm like, That's, yeah. again, someone, I don't think he was very good, but at the time, I don't even remember the dude's name. He's not even really around. Yeah. He might have just been a pop-in. Uh -huh. But I remember I walked in there, and I think I had like 30 takedowns, but I couldn't hold the guy down. <laughs> yes. So I was like, this shit sucks. So. 
Um, but that's when I knew. That's when I knew that this gym is for real. Mm-hmm. They're 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 gonna put me in a uh, situation that I could go and and try to find a way to be successful. So. Yeah. And were you? I mean, you were obviously a fan in MMA when it comes to like wrestling. But now that you're around these guys, like they're they're the names of the fight game, really. Cormier, Khabib, Luke, Kane, like all these guys. But you're not just with them in the same building, but you're like side by side with them, like going out to eat, training with them, staying at their place, like their houses and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. So that's that's different. Yeah, for sure. And like um, how much how much do you pick their brain every time you're near them? You know, I've when you're in it, when you're actually training, I'll, I'll talk to them about it. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like when with, with guys like me now, I feel like when I'm outside of training, I don't necessarily like talking about training and and doing those things as much for me i like to be you know at peace and talk about just kind of random shit yeah you know when i was when dc was still training um i was able to go see all the john jones stuff all the camps Mm -hmm. i was able to go to new york city i was able to go to anaheim and spend the week or two that we would spend and those were the times that i learned the most yeah because i got to see him doing camp and and even though he was preparing for those big fights, he would bring me over and, you know, if he saw me just training with whoever I was training with, mm-hmm. he'd bring me over and say, hey, man, you know, you need to do that a little different or you need to do this a little different. And obviously he had high-level coaches that were doing the same for me. So yeah. that's, that's to me, is when I learned a lot about the sport. Yeah, and you've been in MMA for a couple of years now. What do you think is more difficult, wrestling or MMA? Man, wrestling's fucking hard. <laughs> Seriously, I'm telling you, man. Uh, I'm not saying MMA isn't hard, yeah, yeah. right? But there's a, there's MMA fighters that can last until they're 38, 39. Mm. Wrestlers can't last if they're just just wrestling. They don't last that long, you know. You're bent over in a stance, you know. It's just you know, man. When you train wrestling, it's that day to a lot of people mm. is the hardest. Yeah, you know, and the grind of it. And now think about doing that two times a day for, I think I've been wrestling now. I mean, I still consider me wrestling now, um, 18 years, you know, that's hard on your back. It's hard on your body. And, uh, it's just hard to sustain that. You know, it's very hard. Your knees are messed up. Your back's fucked up. So to me, man, and and I'm not taking anything away from MMA because that shit's hard. Getting punched in the face is Mm -hmm. not, you know, easy, but if I could choose to do one of them, you know, as far as like what's more, to me is more healthy, I would say MMA is probably a little healthier. Wrestling is hard. Yeah. Wrestling is very hard. And uh, you're you're a very high level athlete. And honestly, us fighters, we um, once we get that date, you're pretty much married to that date where it's like, oh fuck, somebody's training to kill me. Yeah. So I gotta bust my ass every single day. Like yeah. you're training two to three times a day. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you did you ever battle with overtraining? Um. Yeah. I mean. Man, I, I, I don't, to me personally, I don't, I don't really believe too much in overtraining. I believe that, you know, you, you, that's your job. You know, I see my mom wake up every morning at 6 a.m., get ready to go to work, drink a cup of coffee, and she's sitting in a, in a building all day typing and doing those type of things. And she comes home, she has a headache, she's tired, but she still gets, goes to the gym. She still cooks dinner. She still does those type of things. So for me, I can train for an hour and a half, go home and sit there and chill and drink water and eat clean and do those things and be on the phone and play video games and do those things and then go train one more time. But she's she's grinding all day. So 
to me, I, I necessarily don't believe in overtraining if you're doing the right things. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a little bit of a catch twenty two for a lot of people, but I don't know, man. I just watched her my whole life grind, so it's hard for me to to sit here and feel sorry for myself because I feel tired when I'm training. Yeah. So there's really like no excuse, honestly. There's no excuse, man, because I know, you know, I I make a good enough amount of money now when I fight that, you know, when I grew up, just half my purse is how much my my family would make in a whole year. So, uh, so I'm sitting there doing that, and it's uh. I don't know, man. It's hard for me to complain. It's mm-hmm. just really hard for me to sit here and, and complain about me having to go to a training session and hit pads because my back hurts yeah. or, you know, my hand hurts. When I saw my mom for the past, what, 25, 30 years putting food on our table with my father. And, and uh, you know, my dad was – he just recently stopped mowing yards, but he mowed yards since I was I'm not even born. So mm-hmm. – and that was every summer, and he did the same thing, so – I don't know, man. It's just hard for me to sit here and and say that, oh, man, I'm tired, so I'm just overtrained. Does that bother you when you see uh, fighters, athletes, or just general average people complaining? Because my thing is, you got clothes on you, you got a roof over your head, you got food in your belly, you know, you got water in your system. The fuck you got time to be complaining for, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get it, though. I get it, man, because, you know, there's days I wake up and... You know, I don't really ever have like a thought of like, oh man, I, I don't want to go to training today. Mm. That really never goes through my mind because I know that's my job and that's what I signed up to do. And and like I said, man, I make a lot of money fighting, so it's hard for me to, to complain. Yeah. You know, I can, like this weekend, if I wanted to, they're fighting in Bellator in LA. I could fly down there. I could buy my fly. I could buy a hotel room. I could sit down there. I could go to a nice restaurant, eat a nice steak dinner and watch fights. Mm. Like that's just my life. So to me it's just really hard to complain man it's just it's just hard to complain and you know the guys to me that are constantly complaining just just hard for me to be around them because it's like do you necessarily really want to do this mm-hmm. you know because there's dudes out there that aren't doing that yeah and those are the best guys mm-hmm. so i i get it i do get it and i and i understand it but to me, it's it's not something that I'll ever I'll ever deal with. Yeah. Did you uh, did you have a tough time uh, transitioning? Because you always see that like with strikers, for instance, they uh, they have a hard time because trans- they they're so married to striking per se, mm-hmm. and they have such a hard time transitioning to jujitsu or wrestling. And then they say that oh, wrestlers have a hard time transitioning to uh, MMA sure. or when it comes to like uh, boxing, kickboxing, etc. Did you have a tough time transitioning? Um. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was easy. You know, I wouldn't say it was easy. You know, you're in a gym like AKA. It's not like I'm going to a another gym where I'm gonna go in and I'm sparring somebody who's three and three in a you know a local show. You you know you're sparring guys that are in big promotions right away. So I think a lot of the things I had to do is I just had to keep my mind focused on what I was trying to accomplish. You know, I never really stopped believing in myself. Still to this day, you know, you can hear people say things about you. You know on the internet nowadays you it's just every time you fight you know you have your haters and you have your the guys that you know support you but no man i uh i think i had a pretty tough time at first but i was dealing with with really really good guys but it was like everything man like practice you're gonna get better Mm -hmm. and and i just made sure that i was in the gym as much as i could be learning the things you know we have guys in the gym that are good at wrestling we have guys in the gym that are good at striking and just kind of trying to pick their brains and, and put myself in the fire with those guys and learning. So, um, 
But hey, man, you know I, I can't complain anymore. I'm nine and one. Should be ten and zero. Out of fucking loss, that don't count. But yeah. <laughs> whatever. How was that, by the way? I mean, that was a great fucking fight. But how was that? Just that feeling, just like oh, <clears throat> uh, like how it went his way. I just, man, I, I, I gave him, I gave him a different respect than I, than I, I should have. I was still early in my mm-hmm. career, but. You know, I don't know, man. I, I don't think I still lost the fight. I could have fought a little bit more or whatever, but I don't know, man. Dude wasn't that good. Yeah. He didn't really hit me too much. I hit him more. He screamed at me, and then they gave him the fight. I was yeah. Fight, I so. think, honestly, bro, I, I, you know, politics, MMA politics, is it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, when I saw that, I'm like, did they give him the fight because of that? Because that went, what, SportsCenter, ESPN, like that, that shit went viral. I'm like, so they gave him the fight just for that? Like yeah, showing yeah, yeah. he's a tough guy. I hit him five times. Yeah, five times in a row, and he didn't hit me once. He didn't hit me the whole round. Yeah, he kicked me in my leg twice. Yeah, he just was. He was like making these noises and coming forward. Yeah, but he's from there, and he's fought oh. in that arena. He's fought in that arena like okay. four or five times, and I heard he does a lot of tickets. Mm. So, I don't know. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. You know, I've got two wins out in Connecticut, so it is what it is. Yeah. And honestly, bro, like you, you've reached uh, a ton of success and then you're under the Bellator banner. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are they treating you when it comes to staff, the fights, so on and so forth? Man, honestly, man, it's so fun being around them. They're all so nice. They're very professional. You know, like I said, man, they're paying me a good amount of money to do this now. So I, I can't, I mean, they're a good promotion, bro. Yeah. Like I've never met someone there where I didn't like. Yeah. So um, I love it, man. I love, I love fighting for them. I love, you know you know trying to become world champion um hopefully we can continue to do it yeah i'll, I'll never forget this uh this day of wrestling practice one day <laughs> this fucking kid he was he was just your like your size probably maybe a little bit bigger but he was young he's like a 19 year old kid mm-hmm. and we were done with practice and then he's sitting next to you know the little guys are over there the bigger guys are, <laughs> fucking guy. and he was like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna ask crutcher to spar live right now i was like don't fucking do that. Yeah. Don't be that dumbass. Well, he, he, the whole, the whole, the whole practice, he was like testing me, and I was like, bro, like I'm sorry, man, I don't know you. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm not trying to be a dickhead to you, but you're fucking keep talking to me. He was talking to me stupid. He was smiling too, like acting yes, dumb, like like kind of yeah. like pushing it. Yes. And yeah. then after <laughs> he's sitting there and he goes, yeah, he goes, hey, let's wrestle, and I was like. All right, dude. I wrestled him, and I took him down, I think, in, like, not very long. It was fun, too, because we were all sitting. We were done yeah, with yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah, Everyone was And then I remember chilling. when you just schooled him. It was, like, a good, like, I think you guys did, like, maybe three minutes. And he was just done. He got tired. He got fatigued. And then you just put him on the ground, and you stood up, and then you're just like, nobody's fucking with me in here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, shit. Yeah, man, he pissed me off that day, dude, because I was like, I don't think he realizes. But I was still new. Yeah, so yeah. So I don't think he knew. I mean, he might have known, but... I don't know, man. But he was, he was, uh, he just, he, he was out of, he was out of line. Yeah. Well, it's just, I put him in his place. I mean, he's also young. So he's he probably, also young, you know, you know, he's, he found, he's seen the guy that's teaching the technique and stuff. So yeah. he's probably thought, you know, I can do that. Yeah. Probably watch some YouTube videos on how to wrestle or something. So. Yeah. So bro, like, um, there's this thing that I've, cause I used to study athletes a lot and, um, something like my little brother who fights too, uh, when he would win a fight. Uh, I would always like let him know, like we would come to the house and party, have drinks, eat some good ass food and Mm -hmm. stuff. But I would always let him know like, Hey, like enjoy the night. But tomorrow it's like, it's almost like it didn't happen. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, 
And then, and then I, I kind of made that mistake was like being surrounded by so many yes men when it comes to friends too. Yeah, so like I'm sure. in the gym and these guys are just killers and beating my ass every single day. Uh -huh. But I'm also surrounded by yes men at home. Yeah, you know, that sure. was the problem. Yeah, where they're like, sure. oh, you're so fast. You're so strong. Nobody's going to fucking touch mm -hmm. you. And then you almost start to like believe that. Do you, do you kind of like kind of fight that too? Because I mean, we all taste it, bro. Like you... You like when you're winning the sponsors, the money, yeah, like, sure. you know, it's, it's, you see athletes fighting with that all the time. Do you, do you, have I think man, and, and, and wrestling, and you can ask a lot of wrestlers that wrestled a long time. There's always been someone that humbles you, hmm. you know? So to me, I don't, I, I don't let myself, you know, I'm not going to lose my confidence because yeah. we're, we're, we're alphas and we're fighting yeah. and, and that's the thing. But I don't, I don't necessarily take it over than what it is because once you start believing all that stuff, you start acting different, then you become different to your friends, you become different to your family. And to me, man, like when I go home, after I fight, I don't spend, I don't spend any time in the arena. Mm -hmm. I don't want to take, I, I mean, I don't really mind it, but I don't really want to sit around my family who I haven't seen in, in a long time, yeah. eight, eight weeks, nine weeks, whatever I'm doing. Yeah. And having them feel uncomfortable because I'm trying to talk to them and people are coming up asking for pictures and things like that. So I normally do. I, I, as soon as I get done, I go home with my family. We don't even really talk about the fight. We just kind of, you know, talk about maybe what I've missed or just hang out and, you know, talk about what my family talks about. And as far as my friends, man, I'm going to be honest, they're pretty ruthless. You know, yeah. they don't, they don't really, they don't ever tell you like you're doing good, you good. know? Like they're telling you what you're doing wrong, and you know I have two friends that are sitting over here right now, and when even when we're sparring, I've been doing this a long time now, five yeah. years. So when I see things, I just let them know, mm. and I hopefully they do the same for me. Yeah. You know, so um, I'm not surrounded by a lot of yes men, dude. Yeah. Actually, my 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 family and my friends are actually probably the, some of the most that keep it the realest with me. Yeah. So. I've never really had that issue. Yeah. And the gym humbles you every day, every day, every day. Mm -hmm. I remember At when some I, some level. Yeah. And I remember when I, uh, what's it called? Uh, tried out for the, for the pro practice mm -hmm. to be able to be in that room. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then Javier put me against bunch. Mm -hmm. and I didn't, I didn't, uh, pass the test the first really? time. Yeah. Bunch beat my ass. Yeah. Bunch is fast. Yeah. Dude. And then Very a couple fast. months later, you know, you, you just kind of like stay in the gym, stay at it and then had to spar him again. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, okay, now you're able yeah. to be in the pro room for sure. You know? I think that tryout we do is more about toughness. Yeah, it know? is. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've watched dudes go in there and get their ass whooped, mm -hmm. but they fight the whole time. Yeah. And then that's something that you're sitting there and, and you're like, you kind of appreciate. You're yeah. Like that dude's not very good. Yeah. But the son of a bitch keeps fighting. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of earn the respect by just being a tough fucker. Yeah, and like that gym is, is a very high level gym. They're not gonna have you just go inside and be like, all right, you can go in inside the room. Like easy, easy does it. Like if they're really gonna put some time in you and like pass on that knowledge, they have to test you first. That's For like the sure. first thing that you need to do before mm -hmm. walking to that gym. Mm -hmm. And then they get kind of sometimes confused. Like, wait, I have to spar against this guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah you have you to at least give him around. Yeah, we want to see or more. More, most the of the more the better. More. Yeah, most of the time it's more. For sure, man. I've, I've, I, since I've been here, that's that's kind of been the thing. You know, you see these guys that are come in. They're like, I want to be on the team, mm. and then they're like, All right, well, you're gonna spar. You don't have to spar today, but in the next couple of days, you're yeah. gonna spar. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've seen it with my buddy over here. He's had to do that. He did it same with Bunch. His first spar ever was yeah. with Bunch, and he's only been training for like I think a week or two. Yeah. You know, so and Bunch has been around a long time. Long time vet. So. 
you just realize then with him, I was like, this dude, you know, he might not be in there getting winning, but he's in there fucking trying. Yeah. And so when you have someone that just continue to take that kind of punishment and tries, you know, he's a fighter. Yeah. And it's, it's a crazy trip, honestly. Cause like I've ever since like I've, you've been around the fight game and then you guys, you like brought them along too inside the gym, your guys is transitioning into MMA is a trip. Yeah. Like a solid trip. It don't make, it honestly don't make sense, but it does in a way because you guys are high level athletes and you just transition to something else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody teaches you something, it's just like, I got it. Yeah. Our coach in college used to tell us when he would show technique was if I show you one time, you, you just need to fucking get it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to show y'all. I'm yeah. not going to spend 10 minutes on this. I show y'all one time. You need to be able to go do it. Mm. So I think that's kind of where us three you know wrestling at uh, Oklahoma State that's kind of where we get that yeah but just in general man wrestlers we're that grind when guys talk about that overtrained shit mm. we're going through that yeah you know and we're going through it and then we're gonna go through it the next day and we're gonna go through it the next day and the competitiveness that comes with being in a uh, wrestling in a division one program like Oklahoma State is you're wrestling in front of 20,000 people all the time. Yeah. That's like a, that's like just a given thing. Mm -hmm. You know, when we would go places, we used to call it red panty night. Like <laughs> I know Connor said that, but that was what it was. Yeah. We'd go wrestle at like North Carolina and they've never had that many fans, mm. but we showed up. That's why there's that many fans. Yeah. 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 So there was a pressure on us. That was a little bit different, but we got used to that. Mm. So now you're telling me I got to go. My second fight is a guy that's, that has a losing record. Mm. I look at that dude like, I'm about to fuck you up. Yeah. You know? And then even now, you know, I'm fighting better guys, but, you know, you, you, you were kickboxing for 10 years, and I was learning how to fucking grab people and throw them on the ground. Yeah. So, to me, it's just a little bit different. Yeah, how does it feel to be a ranked fighter? <sighs> to me, man, it's it's just a number, bro. I, uh, you know, I, my, my goal when I got into this was to be a world champ. Mm. And, and to be able to say I, I was going to be a world champ. So, you know, when I look at eight, you know, that's that's not that don't say champ next to it. So mm. eight, not ranked fourth. Those are all those are all cute to me. You know, people will say, oh, you're ranked and da da da. And it's cool. You can say you can use it, mm. you know, and I'm not trying to downgrade that at all. But I got in this to be a world champ. You know, I never when I decided to start fighting, I didn't say I want to be the number eight ranked fighter yeah, in Bellator. Yeah. So um i i enjoy it you know there's stuff comes with it but you know i got in this to to win it so yeah what's the two-part question uh what's the hardest thing about the sport and what's the best thing about the sport for me is sacrificing you know i have a daughter she's two and uh, i see her when i can you know and and i don't i never thought i would be that dad and you know i i uh it's, I struggle with it. I struggle with it. You know, I'm, I FaceTime her multiple times a day. Um, you know, relationships that I've had, I've lost. And, uh, you know, not being able to... Because me and my dad, man, that's that's like my best friend. So mm -hmm. not being able to see him and, you know, go fishing and things like that all the time. Those things I struggle with. Yeah. The sport of MMA, I, I don't... I'm a grinder, bro. Like when I when I wake up in the morning, I I think about MMA all day, every day, pretty much. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm constantly trying to figure out how to get better and things like that. So, I think the the, the hardest part for me is, you know, my family lives Midwest, mm -hmm. and I have a daughter that 
is growing up so far kind of with a hit and miss daddy so that's kind of the hardest part for me and I think the best thing is you know just giving myself an opportunity to be the best of something mm. I I really enjoy that and um, kind of proving people, you know, if, if they don't believe in me, kind of proving them right. But really, man, I'm not really, I mean, wrong, but I'm not really in it for everybody. Mm-hmm. I kind of, this is kind of like one of those self journeys, you know. Yeah. I, I think in wrestling, I always, I thought of uh, wrestling as like I'm trying to please everybody. I'm trying to show mm-hmm. the crowd how good I am. And I think you start putting pressure on yourself when you try to be something for everybody else, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was always this journey since probably about two years ago i've this is for me yeah. and, you know and, and what comes with it i'll be able to help my family and things like that or really just put myself in a position to let people know that you know i'm with this kind of shit so. yeah and uh going back to your daughter what was that like uh bringing a child into the world <laughs> crazy <laughs> crazy um I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you hear people and you've seen it, yeah. you know, but when it's yours, yeah. when, when, when a baby's yours, it's, uh, it's different. And I had her during the COVID year. Fuck. So like March of, of, of that year, I think it was nine, no 20 March of 20. Yeah. That was when it was the worst mm. April. I mean, in February, March. Yeah. So like my, my family didn't even get to see my daughter for nine weeks. Damn. You know, and they were struggling with that. So me and uh, my girlfriend at the time, who has uh, my baby, she, uh, we just, you know, we were we were kind of struggling with it. Mm-hmm. We lived in a little bit of a little bitty apartment. And it was kind of nice, but you know, I I just fought, so I had enough money to kind of get us through. But we didn't know when it was gonna yeah end, you know. And her business, you know, so she wasn't allowed to be in anybody. It was just you know it was a rough time for everybody. Yeah, but it was a little rougher, you know, for I think for me at the time because. You know, I had a newborn, and I was so I was so afraid. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid of what COVID was. Was she gonna get sick? Yeah. If she got it, I mean, I remember we were ordering groceries, and I was taking Lysol wipes out in the the fucking hallway yeah. and wiping everything down. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. At the time, but it ended up being cool, man. It's 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 been a, it's been a blessing. It's been a journey, you know. I love her. I fucking I talk to her every day. She's you know she looks like me. She's a yeah. little blondie, you know. Uh, a daughter will change you, man. A daughter yeah. will change you. Yeah. It'll it'll bring it'll bring it'll humble you. Period. Yeah. And there's no like, because they always say like, well, like see me, I don't have children. Yeah. You know, sure. so they uh, they always kind of like people my age are like they assume that they're ready to have children but it's like i've talked to so many adults grown adults like in their 50s and 60s mm-hmm. like oh nothing could prepare you for a child no no <laughs> i remember i was like trying to read books and shit no i was like i was dude i was like this shit is not gonna be like these fucking books you're yeah, talking about and yeah. then when once she came out man it was wild it was i mean there's so many things you don't re- realize mm-hmm. that your that your parents went through yeah you know, and, and you, you kind of gain a new respect just for your parents mm. because raising a kid is hard. You know, yeah. it's not easy. And, you know, with illnesses and when they get sick and things like that, you just don't know. <sighs> you know, you just learn. You're learning yeah. as you go. And they can't even talk. Like when they're little, they can't you talk. You can't so tell it's you like... what's going on. Yeah, for sure. So it was uh, it was a lot. It was it was it was stressful because of the covid. But I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. I enjoyed it. You know, I, I now she's two and a half and. You know, she's not a baby anymore, and sometimes I wish I could just go back to those baby times. Yeah. 
and uh, I had Driscoll on here mm -hmm. uh, a couple months ago, yeah. and he was telling me how tough it was for the gym during the whole COVID time. Yeah. And you guys were like in people's garages yeah. and just kind of like scattered everybody. Yeah. We uh, we were blessed because uh, Andong mm. he was he was open in his not for everybody, but you know we were uh, we were very secluded. Yeah. So um, yeah, man, I don't know how some of those guys were getting through it, you know, but I know we were we kind of had a blessing because we were living in Gilroy at the yeah. time, so it wasn't nothing for us to drive over there. And then DC was training for Stipe during COVID, and we were training in his garage yeah. for I think it was nine weeks. So, I mean, yeah, man, it was a stressful time for everybody. Yeah, bro. especially at the beginning, guys, when they're making their like pro careers. You yeah. know, can't find any fights. Probably. No fights. Can't find any fights. You know, your gym closes. You're, you're trying to figure out things. You're trying to learn things, but you just can't because your gym's closed. Yeah. You think you're ready. I bet a lot of people that started training probably stopped training because they got a good, good little job. May yeah. start making a little money doing something, whatever they were doing, and yeah. we're like, "Fuck it." Yeah. It's so, crazy, man. Yeah. Did you uh, did you have a fight during COVID? During right that time? Before. Right before. Right before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was. I was. I had a fight during COVID. Too. Yeah. But I, that was the one that that fucker screamed. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I had a fight right before. Okay. Literally, the last fight, I think, in Bellator that had fans, wow. I got the fight on. And that was right before my daughter was born. Damn. I think it was December, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that a big difference, fighting in front of all these fans, and then you get yeah, I fought. I fought, and there was no one in there. There was, I heard the commentators, Josh Thompson, McCarthy, and my coaches. Is that weird? Fuck, dude, eerie, <laughs> scary. Cause I'm, a, I'm a, I'm like, I'm a, I need yeah, fans. Yeah, you know? I'm used to that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's why I lost, but the whole time I heard him, I heard Josh Thompson and Big John saying, you know, he's winning the fight 30-27 yeah. easy. So I'm hearing that. Yeah. So I'm just they're like, telling, talking about you, talking. I'm like, I'm on the, we're pinned against the cage. Yeah. And I hear him saying, Kyle won this fight 30-27 Yeah, yeah. He yeah, didn't yeah, lose yeah. a round. So I'm like. I definitely won. And then Bob Cook comes up to me and he says, hey, you won. Good job. And then yeah. they, they say his name. And I was like, what the fuck? The fuck, man. Yeah, what the fuck. I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk. My leg was fucking chewed up. And Nick had to, uh, he carried me. He was like carrying me. He carried me through the to the lobby. He carried me to the fucking, um, pretty much my, my plane. I was fucked up. You had a bad injury leading up to camp or just? No, no, no. I mean, those happen every time. But yeah. um, no, man, I... Uh, my he was kicking me in my fucking calf oh uh, yeah like yeah. ripping my calf yeah and i even was checking him and he was just the touch of it after the first couple was pretty hard but i didn't realize it until i stepped out of the camp yeah. so isn't it crazy you can't really condition that no you know what i mean you just mm -hmm. can't no can't. matter what people say mm -mm. i got my last dude kicked me in my calf and i was like fuck because i stepped i stepped to hit him as soon as i stepped i planted all my weight on and he snuck it in there and i was like whew Fuck. Those things are different. Yeah, man. You know, those things are very different. Yeah. So, who do you, uh, when you watch fights, like when you guys are out Saturday night, who do you like look forward to watching? Do you do you study fighters too? Yeah, I I wouldn't say I study them. Um, you know, I uh, I've never really been a big studier of guys, to be honest. I know I, I watch like if I watch anything, I'll like watch specifics. Like I'll watch like Canelo box yeah. and learn some of the things or try to learn some of the things he's doing or I'll watch jujitsu guys do mm -hmm. jujitsu. 
I don't ever really watch MMA guys, but if I was to say I watched anyone, it would be uh, DC and and uh, Habib. You know, mm-hmm. I watch DC because of the height. I'm not tall, so I watch how he used to use himself to get in and do those type of things, and I watch Habib because of the control. So yeah. I try to mix those two guys if I can. Yeah, and it, it's kind of crazy because I would see uh, Habib was as well known as like being the goat of MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you would like pretty much roll with him, spar with him, yeah, like yeah. on a daily basis all the time. Yeah. What was that like? It was good, man. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. You know, I thought I competed with him pretty well, and um, but he's very good. Yeah. You know, he uh, he's definitely definitely up there. And the goat talk, so yeah. I think he's the greatest. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see him. If he would have fought five or six more times, I don't see anybody beating him. So yeah. he got out. He's like Barry Sanders, man. Yeah. Just smart. Yeah, get the fuck out. And I thought it was kind of funny because I thought Gaethje was going to give him a pretty tough fight, but the fact that Gaethje gassed yeah. during that fight was strange. Well, I think it's just that pressure, man, that yeah. he puts on you, dude. Yeah. You just don't have any time, any time. And it's like the whole time, even though I'm a wrestler, I'm like fuck this dude's gonna try to take me down you know and it's like and he does it different yeah and 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 people don't realize he has great striking he's not he's not a bad he don't make mistakes in his no. striking he's very clean yeah crisp you know, and fundamental fundamental he don't yeah. throw a bunch of bullshit yeah he's not spinning and doing those things he's fucking throwing his jab and he's yeah. hitting you in your face hard and he's taking you down yeah the fucking i i had ando be my sparring partner from amateur all the way to like 25 years old like really? 15 to 25 yeah this motherfucker you hit him and he's still fucking he's like a fly and yeah, you can't hit I him know. I you just, know what i mean I, I literally just watched him spar today that dude that dude has some different shit to him too some different yeah. shit but that's like it's like kind of like that pressure too you know because yeah, yeah, i would yeah. i remember hitting at and then it would kind of like he's still there yeah he'd yeah. be still coming at he's you still those little angles that exactly he does. he's nasty. just all over the yeah, fucking place he, he's very fast he's I was sparring with him just lightly one day, and I was like, "God damn, you're making me dizzy." You know, I'm like, my dudes, size, my guys, the size of me, like me, we don't, we don't move like yeah, that. You yeah, know? we're just sitting out in front and throwing. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so you're in currently in Bellator. Um, is that the goal mainly to kind of stay there, or you just kind of see where your career goes? I follow, I follow the money, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm not in this to, you know say i'd go to the ufc or say pfl you know you see a lot of guys changing and stuff but you know right now i'm happy with where i'm at yeah so. yeah and you uh is that kind of hard for you because like you you see a lot of these guys clawing their way like just to like get up the ranks but they're just like journeymen yeah, almost. yeah 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 you know and that for me that sucks to see because i'm like these guys some of them are like they're okay fighters but they're just they're never made that much big of a purse you know what yeah, i mean? yeah for sure i to me man i see i see like i think you have one or two runs mm. you know and and majority probably two depending on your age but yeah. if if you have a nice run and you get b at the top okay make some adjustments mm. run it back yeah but if you continue to get beat, I mean, there's guys that have done it, but ma- there's not a lot. Like a yeah. Diaz and a Mazadal, those guys, you know, they were losing a lot and they yeah. ended up. But those guys, there's not many of them. You know, yeah. we can name them. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to see a guy who just won't let it go. Yeah. You know, and it's, and I was talking about it with Tomas today. It's, at some point, you just got to look yourself in the mirror and just say, okay. Yeah. This is, you know, I gave it my shot. I gave it the best I got. You know, I've lost two in a row, yeah. you know, like, 
fuck this. Yeah. You know, go you you have you have abilities now. You you have you you can go and teach a jujitsu class. Mm-hmm. You can go if you're struggling with money, go do a couple kickboxing privates. There's people out there right now that want to lose weight that you can help them do is learn some of the things that you're doing. And kickboxing yeah. is a great way. Yeah. You know, privates and things like that. So it's hard to see for yeah. sure. Yeah. Is that what what bothers me, bro? Like when I see like some greats, you know, they retire. You know, like like say Tyson, a uh, Holyfield, like all these people who kind of retire and then they come back later in life. I mean, don't get me wrong, Tyson looked pretty good for that yeah, for yeah, that time yeah. that he fought. Yeah. Even though it was a gentleman's agreement, yeah. it looked like. But in general, like you just see a lot nowadays. You know, because you know, you know the what goes on with that. You know yeah. what it entails. You yeah. know, brain injuries and you, you guys that are slurring the words and things mm-hmm. like that. Like I think the the most extreme one was the Chuck Liddell shit, bro. That was like. Who let yeah. that happen? Yeah. You know, like Tito walked out there and punched him. He just fell on his face. That's why his lead coach, uh, his coach that was in his whole career, he said, no, I can't corner yeah, you for this for fight. Sure. That's stupid. Yeah. I mean, he looks, I mean, even when he was shadow boxing, y'all were like, we're going to let this happen. I don't know, man. It's, it's the fight game is, is, is ruthless. And yeah. that's why, like, we take it back to what you were talking about. Well, you can't have yes men in your, in your friend group. Nope. Especially in this, you got to have someone that walks up to you and says, "Dude, it's fucking over." Yeah, and you got to listen to them. And if they don't listen to them, then fucking make them listen. Yeah. You know, don't. St- I don't know. It's 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 a rough sport, and I hate seeing guys try to do this too long. Yeah, and I uh, I left the game at 25 two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I I won my recent fight, and then I was training for a fight. And then just had a bad accident at the gym and just got slept. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember Aunt Doe dropped me off here and I was like sitting on this couch here. I was just like, fuck, dude, I don't think this is worth my health anymore. Yeah. I, got, I was fucked that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was like, I don't know. I just didn't feel myself. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got nervous. And uh, I've only been concussed twice. The first time mm-hmm. I've ever sparred and the last time I ever sparred, which is kind of funny. Um, but it's like I, I, ne- like, I feel like even back then when I was fighting, I, I avoided that that talk mm-hmm. the brain the brain damage the all that For stuff because sure. like we we want to avoid it as much as possible because we don't want to think about it we're yeah, in the yeah, fucking yeah. fight yeah. game and you, you know hear I mean? and you hear you hear it from a lot of people you know like people be like well isn't that bad for your brain and and, and yeah for sure it is but you know, there's a lot of things that are bad for people. Yeah. You know, yeah. as long I, I and I'm not saying everyone's gonna be healthy when this shit's over with. You know, I, yeah. I doubt it, but. You know, some people are just meant to do things, yeah. you know, and like, I think I really am, am meant to do this, yeah. you know, and, um, I kind of put that in the back seat. you know, I'm aware of it. Yeah. You know, if I get hurt in the gym or something, you know, I'll, uh, you know, I'm aware, yeah. you know, and I, and I understand it and I'm not an idiot. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to go in there and be like, Oh, you know, so, but yeah, man, it's, it's a ruthless sport. It's not for everybody. And, and, uh, you know, it's just something that. I think is was meant for me so yeah and have you ever uh i mean i know in the gym like as fighters like say if you when you get rocked it's kind of like there are some people who shy away and there's some people like oh let's go motherfucker look let's yeah. go did you i mean i know you had that intention like every like when you got buzzed or something mm-hmm. like that you just kind of just kept going yeah i'm gonna be honest man but that's where i feel like i'm smart bro like if if i get buzzed and sparring i'll just you know i'll say hey man listen i'm done yeah this, with this session yeah you know, it just is what it is it's not worth my long term I'll go in there and do some jujitsu. You yeah. know, and, and that's something that I feel like I'm I've gotten good at. 
I mean, there's, you know, there's a difference between, you know, getting hit fucking hard because there's some dudes that hit hard. Yeah. Then, you know, getting hit and then for a second you feel a little bit fucked up. Yeah. You know, when I, if I've ever been hit like that, um, I just stop. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not in this to be an idiot. So especially if, you know, if I'm in camp or whatever, you know, because we spar a lot. Yeah. You know, I don't know if a lot of gyms spar as much as we do. (laughs) Not hard anyways. Yeah. So. You got to be smart, man. You got to know you got to know where you're at. You got to know your body. You got to know the things that, you know, come with this shit, but at the end of the day, you know, if you put yourself if you eat yourself up with it, this isn't for you. Yeah. Have you ever uh, met somebody um pretty much like your age, like slurring the words and, you know, they were in the fight game for a long time and I mean, yeah. I've met <laughs> I've met a couple of dudes since I've been fighting. I don't know if they're really my age, but you know, you see dudes at the end that did it way too long. Yeah. You know, and they just, they shouldn't have done it that long. Yeah. That's what I'll say, you know, I'm not going to mention any names, but it's definitely sad to see. But I think also now, like, if you look at it, you know, people are a lot more um, aware. Yeah. You know, and we understand a little bit more, you yeah. know, because of all these places and all these things that are talking about it. So I don't know. I mean, I think if you're smart about it, I don't, I don't necessarily think it'll, it'll fuck you up too much, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. I remember I went to this gym, uh, this boxing gym to get some rounds in. Now that's just striking. fucking different. Hey bro, these fucking guys, you know how we warm up. We fucking, we shadow box. Mm-hmm. Their warming up is sparring. Yeah. That's all they do. I know. And I, I remember I sparred this guy. He was like the pro guy in the, in that gym mm-hmm. and we did five rounds and then he took off his head again. We were just chilling on the side, bro. I was like, what did you say? Like, I need some fucking subtitles, dude. Like, yeah. it's, and he was younger than me. Yeah, man. I think I was 24 at the time. He was like 22 or 23. I think, I think boxing is different. <sighs> I watched a dude in Hawaii when uh, me and Jacoby went to Hawaii, and I'm not going to say any names, but <laughs> this dude was boxing, and I was like, holy shit. This dude was good. Yeah. Probably the best boxer I've seen. Shit. And he was throwing seven and eights, you know. You can't throw that many combos, I mean, that many punches yeah. in MMA. You'll yeah. get fucked up. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and he was landing all of them. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, dude, these boxing fuckers are different. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You watch a boxing fight, they'll fight. For, they're four rounds. They've probably thrown 200 punches. Yeah, I mean, literally. I don't know the exact numbers, but it's a lot. there's a lot. And it, most of them... Are to the head, yeah, and they're landing clean, yeah, and they're landing hard. Yeah. You've, I mean, you've you felt the difference between an MMA guy punching you and a boxer. <sighs> Big fucking yeah. difference. Like I, I spar, you know, Fernando. Yeah, when he hits me, it's like boom. Yeah, Tony Johnson. Yeah, boom. Boxers. You know, like a, a MMA guy. It's like a thud. Yeah, you know, it's just like a boom, yeah. but not like a not precise. Yeah, it's like that boxer yeah. hits you. It's like whoa. Yeah, that shit felt different. And they got them cheating ass Cleto Reyes is on too. <laughs> and the I little, remember little ass pads. Yeah, all the, all the 16s is in the wrist. <laughs> and I remember I sparred that guy, the one that was throwing his words. Like the first round we did, he just threw a fucking jab, and I was like, oh fuck, yeah, that's dude. different. Yeah. You know why though? Because it's one specialty. Mm-hmm. They're focused. Think about it. MMA is what? So many aspects yeah, of fighting. We train four or five different aspects a week. Yeah, like, come sure. on. Like, yeah. it's a lot. And, and they're like, in there. They're they're using that jab. All day. Seven days a week. <laughs> you know? For 20 years. Yeah. That thing is going to feel different. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, there is a definitely a difference. Yeah. Would you ever? Would you ever like? Uh, kind of like take a take a boxing fight. Do you think that's like in your career? I mean, yeah, bro. I mean, <laughs> you know how Buddy it is talks. now, but you know how it is. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. I'd go. I'd go fight Jake Paul right now, dude. You know. What do you think about that? By the way. I mean, bro. Honestly, I think it's good. Right. I think it's good, man. At first, I was like, "What the fuck is this kid yeah. doing?" But I mean, he's making these guys fight on money. Yeah. Like Anderson Silva's about to get paid. Tyron Woodley, Tyron got, Woodley paid got paid. Twice. He was the champ, and he yeah. went through it, man. People forget how good that dude was. He was sleeping fuckers. Oh fuck yeah. yeah, high level, high guys. level dudes. I mean, he won the belt like four or five times. Yeah. You know, at a welterweight division, and I'm not saying every division's, you know. But those big fuckers, you know, it's hard to win and keep winning in that division. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of athletic dudes in the, in those 70 and 85 pound weights. Yeah. So, I mean, dude finally got paid, man. Now he's on. I watched Cobra Kai. That motherfucker's on Cobra Kai the other day. Fucking, <laughs> fucking tightening his belt and shit. I was like, hell yeah. Good for you, bro. I remember uh, when he was uh, just starting, like KSI or like whoever the fuck they were fighting, like the, just like the beginning guys. Um, I didn't. I didn't uh, think anything of it. I was like, okay, these guys are just trying to make more money. They think fighting is like a game, so and so forth. But yeah, he, he, he wants yeah, another no. beer. <laughs> oh, give Kyle a beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you just you, just, you should just slide it. <laughs> you open the beer. We're just talking. <laughs> but um, I didn't think of anything of it as first. Like I didn't really give a shit. You know what I mean? But when I saw him uh, outpoint Tyrone, I was like, oh. That's weird. Yeah, for sure. That's when I was like, oh, fuck. Maybe these guys like got something going here. Yeah. You know? And it's yeah. a trip, bro. Like, honestly, mad respect for guys who don't have that background and they just kind of see it. Other people doing like, you know what? Why don't I fucking try it? Yeah, but people don't know about Jake and Logan. Also, they wrestled. They were yeah. they were state placers in, in, in uh, Ohio, which Ohio is one of the better wrestling states. So, and dude, they got fucking money. Like, your partners and your coaches, they're going to, I mean... They can buy your coach off you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you see that in MMA. And you see that in these things. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, Ant Dog is my striking coach. But if Jake Paul walked in and said, I'll give you $5 million to train me for the next four or five years, yeah. I'd look at him and say, you need to go, dude. Like, that's just what the fuck it is, yes. you know? So they have these, they have great foundation. They're learning the right things. And to me, man, it looks like they're training like that. Yeah. But have you watched Logan do um, WWE? That WWE? I've seen some highlights, bro, and these motherfuckers athletic. The athletic, the dude. Fuck, Holy dude. shit. Yeah, and I, I I hung out with him in L.A. one time. Uh, DC, I was, DC posted something about me and him fighting when they started doing all that shit. Yeah. And then I, I ran into a bathroom at a club, and he was in there. And he looked at me, and he was like, holy shit. And we yeah. talked because he knew me from wrestling. And then we went and sat and we had a couple of drinks for a second. Cool as fuck, dude. Honestly, that's when I kind of was like, ah, I don't know much about the Jake dude, but yeah. Logan was cool, bro. Yeah. So, you know, respect to those guys. Do you think it's kind of like a, what is it called? Like a, kind of like Kobe Cummington, kind of how he plays that role. Do you think Jake is playing kind of like that role too? I think Jake is just that who he is. Yeah. You know, I think he don't need the money. Yeah, right. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, Colby, you're doing that for the money. Yes. You yeah. know, you're doing that to, because that's just what this shit is. Yeah. You know, he found a niche and ran with it. Yeah. That's why he's such a big deal on top of the motherfucker can fight. Yeah. But 
Jake, I just think, you know, he's a 20, what is he, 25, 26 years old, maybe yeah. even less than that. He's fucking young, dude. Fucking millionaire. Roll tie. You give me, you, when I'm 24, 20, when I was 24, 25, yeah. you would have gave me that much money, I'd be talking shit to everybody, yes. you know? I'd drive by talking shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'd, I don't know what I... I, I think just, of uh, Logan fighting Floyd, like, yeah. that's like huge, he fought bro. fucking Floyd Mayweather. You Who the know, fuck so does that? A YouTuber. Like, yeah, a YouTuber. But that's just they have money, man. Yeah. You so know, what you can like I mean money is money is power. I mean, I, you know? if if they're telling the truth on how much they're making in their fights, they're pulling in twenty five million dollars. I'd fight every MMA fighter ever that was yeah. old as fuck. Right. I'd go fight Nate Diaz. Fuck it. Why not? Why not? Why Make twenty five million. You get beat. All right, cool. I'm out. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes. I just fucking robbed the bank. <laughs> I see that. I see that like the future of fighting right now where Me it's like, too, like literally bro, Me but too. it's, we, why, why complain about it though? Why, why, yeah, why, sure. why bitch and moan? MMA? When does it become an MMA thing? That, uh, and I don't know what I read today, but I think one of those type dudes is, I think maybe even Jake Paul could be wrong. One of them is about to start an MMA promotion. I think it might have. I saw it today. It well, might have been Jake, Jake Paul. Jake he's is been actually, talking yeah, about it too. He's actually managing for sure. Yeah, but I saw a promotion. Oh fuck! So if that dude starts promotion and gets guys backing up, you know, he don't need a, hell, a bunch of fighters. He could run it like a boxing model. Like, hey, we're gonna put this dude and this dude. You know, when stay free agents, and we'll pay you yeah. four or five million. Put it yeah. on pay per view. You yep. know, you never know with how they can handle those things. And they can just. It's like anything they touch, it's money. Mm -hmm. You know. And that's what you want eventually. Because think about it, man. How many subscribers do they have on YouTube? My fucking dad knows who Jake Paul is. My dad don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I bet yes. Jake Paul, my dad, be like, yeah, it's that little fucking kid, you know? So <laughs> parents know who they are. Yeah. Your kids are watching them on YouTube, and then they're, you know? Yeah. You're going to ask Jacoby, when, when you have a kid, man, you, you know everything that they're watching, what they're doing. You start singing the fucking songs <laughs> they're singing, you know? It just comes with it. Watching all the Disney Channel movies. Yeah, yeah, boy, I've watched some Disney movies back to back. Oh, you know, so yeah, dude. Those dudes, those dudes are. I don't think it's necessarily a, a bad thing what they're doing. Yeah, I think it's actually a great thing. No, you know, it's if, yeah. I think it's di diversifying the sport for sure, for sure. It's and 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 it's not like this dude's not going out there and winning. I mean, he's winning these fights. You yeah. know, I mean, he's fighting. You know, whatever, but. He kind of makes a point by a lot of these boxers aren't fighting nobody. They're fighting nobodies. Yeah. You know, he's actually kind of fighting some dudes with some some background. Yeah. Tyron Woodley's not an easy boxing fight no. when you've never boxed. No. You know, so. And I don't think I've ever seen Floyd frustrated in my whole entire life. Yeah, for sure. But this is the thing about it, though. I think Floyd was out there. It's like what we used to always say. When you wrestle someone that don't really know what they're doing, they'll yeah. frustrate you. Yes. You know, you'll yeah. win every time, but it's like. Yeah. Dude's turning the wrong way. Then, yeah. You know, the best guy's turning. You get kneed in the face, and you look at him, and his singlet's all messed up, yeah. and his headgear's, like, pulled real tight. <laughs> and he's probably listening to, like, d fucking down with the sickness yeah. by Disturbed or something, you know? And you're like, this dude's fucking bouncing like he's going to fucking kill you. So, yeah, man, it's... uh, And, and you know, I think he was out there just fucking around, to yeah. be honest. What yeah. if, uh, what if, uh, say Jake makes this whole promotion thing and he sets you up with, uh, Dylan Dennis. <laughs> that dude's a pussy, dude. <laughs> Is he not a pussy? I mean, hey, did a Coker, Christ. uh, what drop him? 
cut him? No, he's are not gonna drop him. I heard that. I, I know, but everybody no. He he said he said that uh, like um, that he he just he'll he'll say I want to fight and then won't return his phone calls and then he'll come out of nowhere and say I want to fight again but he won't return his phone calls. The dude just staying relevant. Yeah, you know I've asked for this fight multiple times, but now it's to a point like. That motherfucker wants to fight. He needs to ask for me. Yeah, you know because You've been I've been. You know I've, I'm fighting. You know and I'm I'm ta- I'm ranked now in the ranking. So yeah, you know at the end of the day though, I think that fight if I would want I'd fight him. I think they should pay me a little bit more just because I'd be fighting behind me and and I think I would do the MMA community a favor because I'm telling you right now I, we wouldn't go to the ground. I'd fuck his ass up on our feet. I yeah. wouldn't. I'd tell. I. I just wouldn't put it because he can't take me down. No. And I don't think his jujitsu is that great. Mm-hmm. You know, I've watched his jujitsu shit. It's not really that good. It's and not who's like he fighting I, though? You know what I mean? You know? Like who's he fighting? But even in his jujitsu, like if you go watch his jujitsu matches, that's where he came from. He wasn't winning those. I think yeah. he has like a fucking half and half record. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's a pussy, dude. <laughs> He's a. Uh, He's fat. Wanna be wanna be fighter. And he's fucking fat. Yeah. He's a little fat fucker. And he's <laughs> talks shit on me too, so that's why I don't like the bitch. But if he if he wants to come back and he can make I'll I'll give him a catch weight. I'll fight him at one eighty What does he fight at? Seventy. Fights right? at my weight. Yeah, yeah welterweight. But dude, he's fucking fat. He's a little piece of shit. Yeah. He's chilling. I think I heard he has family money. So Family's money, like where he's just like he has relying money. on everybody yeah, else. I mean, uh, I think he's just kinda of just a wealthy little kid. Uh so well, I mean, he talks like it and he acts like it. Yeah. Because, I mean, Connor, like, say for example, because they're training partners, right? Yeah, yeah, Connor yeah. like came out poor, right? Like he wasn't wasn't Connor like a plumber or some shit? Or yeah, whatnot? I'm not gonna lie. Connor did his thing, bro. You know, I'm not a I'm not a big Connor fan because of Habib, and I think yeah. he's still a bitch. But yeah, did his thing. But Dylan's acting like he's Connor. You're just copying him and saying the shit he's saying, and you fucking suck. So it's like. <laughs> Whatever you know, the dude sucks, dude. He's not good. You rolled underneath a fat dude and submitted him, yeah. and you're walking around like you're the shit. Yeah. You got a little girlfriend who's probably fucking half of L.A. And you <laughs> think you're the man. <laughs> so, to me, he's, he, I just don't think he's that good, man. I think he's a bitch. Fuck, man. Well, I mean, I don't know when he's, when he's gonna come out, you know, from hiding, but he hasn't. It's just, I mean, even Ariel fucking told him shit. Yeah, I show. mean, because, bro, if you go look at a post, all he does is talk shit. Yeah. And call everybody out, fucking though. Fucking, like, I'll beat John Jones. I'll fucking beat Daniel Cormier. I'll beat fucking whoever. I'm like, dude, it's okay. It's like you're doing so much now Yeah, that no one takes you serious. If it was me and I was doing that, I'd be like, all right. Coker, put me against somebody, and I'll show y'all. Yeah. Then you do that. Now you're the fucking man, but he's a bitch. So this is kind of hard to go. Just, just trolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've heard he has money, man. So it's why fight, you know? And and I and I'm not a firm believer that guys that come from or women that come from um, a healthy background, you know, that have a good amount of money and things like that. I don't, I don't see why you would fight. They don't really hit the success button in MMA or fighting. Because you have someone that has never had anything. And I'm telling you, that's a different motherfucker. Yeah. You know, and and I have friends like that. And those are my my better type of friends. Dudes that have came from where I've came from and and realized, like, 
this shit isn't isn't fun and games. This is me. I'm about to fucking beat your ass because yeah. this is what my family needs. So, yeah. a guy that has money's not shouldn't be in this. I don't think. Like Julio uh, Cesar Chavez, mm-hmm. one of the best Mexican boxers ever. His son became a pro boxer also. Yeah. But his son is fucking around all the time, not taking it seriously. For Always sure. Fucking up with the drug testing, getting fat, not making weight. You know, like when he fought Canelo too. The the son. Yeah. The dad was on the stands like yelling, like, "What the." Fuck, dude! Like, yeah. literally screaming at his son, like, "Damn, I wish Canelo was my son." Yeah, that's like sure. his thought process. But that's but because you, if you go at, if you go ask a fighter right now that's successful and you say, "Hey, would you would you let your son fight yeah. or your daughter fight?" I bet ninety percent of them. I wouldn't say all of them, but ninety percent of them say no because mm. it's a rough ass sport. Yeah, you know, it's and it's and you don't make money in, for a while. Yeah. You know, you're not making money when you first start off. You're making what? What's the lowest you think you've made in a fight? I think I made one thousand one time. Yeah, probably about yeah, thousand. thousand yeah, two grand. You and you sign an agreement before you go out there that yeah. says, "If I die, you know, it's okay. I'm good." Yeah, like you guys, I don't know how my family won't sue you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you're fighting for a thousand dollars. A fucking trick. It's dude. a trick, you know. People don't realize that. You know, they you don't go, see the behind the you scenes. You don't see the behind though. the scenes. Nah, dude. Like I signed a contract every time I fight that says if you die, like we'll give you this much money. But like, crazy. Sorry. Thank nothing, you. For, nothing for your family. Yeah, nothing. appreciate you coming out here and kicking it. You know. And <laughs> you'll be fucking remembered because of like well, saying something. And, and Bellator, and Bellator. If if something was to happen, I think I, my family gets half a million. Yeah. So they kind of take care of that, but yeah. at the same time, you know, people don't realize that that you signed something that says that. Yeah, it's and, the uh, it's the new age of the gladiator days, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Literally, we're swinging four ounce gloves at each other, trying to kill each other. Yeah, and like that was that one year. I think it was during the COVID time where there was like two boxers that died back to back. You know, there was someone that recently, right? Someone, yeah, uh, some MMA fighter in Brazil mm-hmm. got killed. Yeah. Well, these guys, even like from Brazil, dude, they, these guys are fucking killing themselves in there, bro. Yeah. Like I saw Charles Oliveira sparring. This motherfucker wasn't wearing shin guards, just MMA gloves, and they were sparring hard. No headgear, no Different. nothing. I'm like, hey, Brazil. Well, like I said, we just spent some time in Hawaii, and um, there was some Brazilians in there, and they were going hard. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, fuck all that shit, dude. There's just a time and place for that. Yeah. And that's normally when you're fighting. Exactly. You know, like, I mean, I get it. You want to toughen your shins and things like that, but <laughs> you know how it feels, dude. You check a kick, that shit ain't feeling good. It's the end of the world. <laughs> I don't want to check a kick on Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. No. You know? I mean, if I'm fighting for money, I'll check the fuck out yes. of that thing. Yeah. But Wednesday morning, I walk in the gym, you know, I'm a little caffeinated, a little shaky. Yeah. You know, someone throws a kick. I I want my guard on my damn shin. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's different, bro. Yeah. That's very different. Yeah. All right, my brother. Well, I want to be very respectful of your time, so I'm going to close this podcast. All good, bro. Uh, my last question to you. Uh, how old are you, by the way? 29, bro. 29. Fuck, you're young. Okay, so in your... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm old. Bro. I don't know. You're talking about young, dude. I'm about to be 30. Oh, you're you're still... Yeah, that, 30s are your prime yeah, years when it comes to athletics. 30s are your prime. That's what they you say, know? but I don't feel it too much sometimes. Well, my brother, in your uh, 29 years of life, what's the greatest lesson you've ever learned? Um, I think the greatest lesson I've ever learned was my grandpa, when I was growing up, always told me we'd go fishing, and he would always tell me patience. 
And cause I was like, man, I can't catch a fucking fish, you mm -hmm. know? And he'd be like, just, you know, you gotta have patience. You gotta have patience. So I've tried to take patience and, and use it with everything. You know, a lot of people want things now, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they'll just stop what they're doing yeah. to try to, cause they're, they're tired of the process. So mm -hmm. me, man, I just, I think the best I've ever done in life is, is when I'm staying patient with whatever I want. And, yeah. um, that's something I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. So. Yeah. Beautifully said, brother. Any closing statements for the podcast? No, I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, brother, honestly, I I, uh, I know you you're... Appreciate having me in here. Nah, Stay. man, seriously, Stay. bro. Like, you coming down here, I know you're a busy fucking guy. And, like, it's always tough for me to ask, like, my former teammates because I know how rough the game is. And you guys just want to chill and yeah, relax. Yeah, yeah. You know what but, I mean? Bro, I'm fast-paced, bro. <laughs> I'm fast-paced. Like, I'll come in this bitch and do this again, you yes, know? Like, well, next time, how about this? Next time we do this, steak, beer... Whatever the fuck you guys yeah, want, you bro, know what I mean? That's Literally. what, yeah. Just fuck I was around like, and I'm gonna walk in here and drink a little beer yeah. and kick it, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude, Seems fun, you know. Yeah. I've been looking at, I've been watching all your stuff, yeah. so I'm like, damn, this would probably be sick. Drink a little beer and talk a little bit, yeah, bro. So this yeah, is dude. cool little setup you got here, bro. Thank you, my brother. Hey, yeah. I, I honestly, bro, appreciate you coming on. We're man. gonna have I, you all. On, you're gonna, we're gonna have you on ours. Let's go, bro. I'm fucking down. Teach Whatever. Some shit. Let's do it. I'm fucking down. Let's fucking go. We about to do it too, so we just fucking just get it going. You come on ours though, we might be snorting cocaine. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I wonder I'm if you two will probably cancel that. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Sorry, mom. <laughs> YouTube's gonna be like, what the <laughs> fuck? Fucking <laughs> fucking seven million subscribers. These are the cocaine Toasted. cowboys. <laughs> The cocaine okay, cowboys. Cow All right, bro. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here. Goodbye, y'all. Uh.